Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. It's a, a Monday after the Super Bowl. I'm still kind of depressed, although weird happy because I did pick the Eagles to win. But I cannot get through my head the fact that the Eagles are Super Bowl champions. And so, Al Dukes, I say to you, how are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. What's going on? Y- yes, Eagles are champions. Um, I have a couple items. First of all, uh, at some point during the show, you came to me and you said, write down oh, yeah. saying goodbye right, let's start there because for the has, podcast. This has to do with the Super Bowl. Perfect. So last night, I'm at a Super Bowl party with friends, and we're having a very good time. All was going well. And halftime, people started to leave. You know, it's 830. It's a work night for most. To which I noticed one woman, and there's a lot of people there. There's like 40 people. And, you know, goodbye, hey, nice to see you, goodbye, blah. So I turned to my friend, and I said, why is it not okay to just give a, all right, guys, have a good night, and leave? Why I don't do know. you got to go from person to person? Who are you kissing? Who are you hugging? Who are you shaking hands with? Why is it just not, hey, you see the host? For Absolutely. You go thank them. You say goodbye to them. Everybody else, all right, guys, adios. I Am agree. I wrong about that? No. It takes, like, when I want to leave one of my family's gatherings, I've got to settle in for a good half hour. Oh, it's the worst. Goodbyes, and why are you leaving early? Oh, because I get up early. What time do you get up? Two o'clock. Two o'clock? I, yeah, it's the whole... As if it's, it's never the, changed. It's the same thing, you right. know, over and over again. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, I agree with you. I'm a unemotional wave goodbye. That's good yeah. enough for me. I don't need to hug and kiss... Everyone, goodbye. We're going to see each other again. And you just spent three hours with them. And just spent three hours with them. God. And so I was very lucky because by the time we left, a lot of people had gone already. And in the back room was a large contingent of people. I didn't know. Perfect. So it was kind of like, honey, get the coats. We're saying goodbye to Mike and Christine. Two or three others out in the car. Let's go. You just walk into that crowded room and go, see you? 
<laughs> you could do that, yeah. Sorry, right, thank you. I wanted to get that off my chest. All right, I good, also, Jerry. Off the chest. Also, real quick, because you brought it up, you son of a bitch. Yes. My uh, motivational tapes when I was yes. 14 years old. Uh, so everybody's those... hitting me up on Twitter now. They want to be my graphic designer. Yeah, so for those who didn't <laughs> hear during the show today, uh, when we had met uh, Joel Olstein in the uh, airport in Minneapolis, you didn't meet them. You didn't care to meet them. No, I saw them. But, but Gina was very interested in Joel Olstein, so we went and said hello. But you revealed at our lunch in the airport that uh, when you were 14, you had an idea of uh, creating cassettes. Motivational cassettes. Motivational cassettes where you would take a passage in the Bible and relate it to every wor- everyday sort of situations. Yes, like a good message people. in the Bible. Yeah, I'm already getting a request. Someone wants a motivational cassette on if you, you explaining um, um, what's the Noah's Ark people want to know about. that's not what it is. That's that not wasn't what it the is. idea. All it's right. about being a better person. Well, until we and get being better to yourself. Until we get the first volume, Jerry, where we're not really sure what you mean. See, I can't, but now I can't do this now because it'll be just a big running joke. No, it's not a joke. It is a joke. Of it's course very serious. it is. Because I anybody can do it. If you've got a good frame of reference and mm-hmm. you can be positive and you, you can know, command a stage. And your target audience is really people that are looking for self-help. Right. So if you give them a good message and you can speak well and articulate your your point to them okay. over the span of, let's say, it's a 30-minute piece. All right. 30 minutes. I think it could be. Yeah, I think it's beneficial to people. Now you got the a-holes on the other side that everything's funny. That's fine. All good. The way you presented it, though, now I can't do it now. This could be, you could have yourself a second podcast like I have two I would podcasts. love to have a second podcast of positivity. A positivity podcast. You would be in the motivational section. You could probably climb up the charts. I would love to do I really would. I, I Because I find it. Um, and your graphic should be a cassette. It's almost like, yes. It's almost like it's, we had fun with, you know, Greg's expense. You're just fooling around with him, of course. But it's almost like therapy for yourself when mm-hmm. you talk things out and yes. you kind of get stuff off your chest. Well, in this way, you're filling your mind with positive thoughts and positive energy. Right. Not that I buy into the whole positive energy thing, like Phil Jackson and all that mindful, all that stuff. But I do think that there is some truth in when you surround yourself with positive thoughts and positive people doing fun things, you are that. If you surround yourself with people that want to... <laughs> I can't even look at you. <laughs> yes, Jerry. You surround I yourself. Wasn't going there. All it right. just kind of hit me what I was about to say. Okay. But I think if you surround yourself with negative people that are just always miserable, you are going to become that. Right. So I'd like to get a message of positivity. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Plus, you'll destroy that reputation you have of being angry. If I, you which do I'm these. not. Right. But that's all. I'm actually happy that people are now calling the new show Boom and Gloom. Because Greg clearly likes to yell about everything. That Fair enough. He is more angry and miserable than I am. Than you are, okay. Clearly. Okay. So, yes. Perfect. Oh, that was good. I feel good. All right. Now, you mentioned uh, that you wanted to do motivational cassettes, and cassettes are nowadays. No one has cassettes. No. Uh, but Best Buy announced that they're going to stop selling CDs in their stores. No kidding. Beginning July 1st. Okay. Now, check this out. They 74 million CDs were sold last year, which just seems like a lot. I would think that's a lot. Um, 74 million across the country or by Best Buy? Across the country. Uh, that doesn't sound like a lot then. I guess not. Most people are streaming yes. or purchasing via iTunes or that sort of yeah. thing. Uh, Best Buy is still going to sell some vinyl because they have a, a commitment contracts in place to sell vinyl. 
but uh, no more buying CDs come July 1st. And Target is also threatening to stop with the CDs unless the record companies will buy back the CDs they don't sell, which I think is fair. Well, well, let me ask you something. Why are record companies still selling real tangible CDs when everything is digital? I think women still love CDs. See, my wife has not turned this, has not put a CD on in years. And she'll, I mean, hell, she's still into, she also put the radio on, um, you know, which is a good thing for us, of course. But I think when it comes right down to it, I don't even think a compact disc is even in her thought process anymore. I think people in their late 40s through uh, 50s are still listening to CDs. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. I mean, I'm not in that age group. You're not. And I don't listen to CDs anymore. The only CD I listen to is one I have in my car. It's got like 100 songs on it that I just, you know, whatever. You like to have it in there just in yeah, case. just in case All for right. whatever reason. Well, don't go to Best Buy looking for them. I'm not they going to be. That's they interesting. W- they won't be there, Jerry. That's that's going to be like, and I guess it probably is, the kids that see the payphone and don't know what it is. Yeah. Kids are going to see these compact discs and the cassettes. They're not going to know what the hell any of it is. Yeah, what is this? We're getting old, man. It's like that girl in the uh, iPad commercial, which is really annoying. The the you oh. Know, she oh, goes, you're on your computer? What's a computer? Yeah. That's a girl? What's a computer? Yeah, I think I it's it a girl. a little boy. I didn't know that. What's a computer? You know what a computer is. You're on one. Your iPad is a freaking computer, so zip it. I would say my seven or eight-year-old, he'll be eight, probably has not heard the word computer. So if you said, hey, run in there and grab the computer and bring it in here, he wouldn't get the iPad? No, I think he'd give me a blank stare. Blank stare. If I said, go get the iPad. He'd go run to it, or a phone, or an iPod. Well, he's really not going to know what's going on with your motivational cassettes, then. We do not have, uh, we don't have a computer in the house. I mean, Is I have a right? laptop that never comes out of my bag. I use for uh, you keep secrets in there. Rutgers games. I don't. If you want to look at it, you can have it anytime you want. You do. That's kind of like what I've always to my wife. Whenever we see these stories online about, you know, someone meeting someone online and right. they find out they're married with kids. And yes. They have this secret life on the phone. Secret I've, lives. I've probably told her five or six times, if you ever want my phone, just take it. You're an open book. You can have it. For the most part, yeah. I mean, I think there's, you know, listen, there's, I'm sure everybody does something that people don't know for the most part. But, yeah, you can have my phone anytime you want it. My the Facebook, which I'm not really on, is open. Twitter open. Go for it. I'm really not. I'm not hiding anything. You're not. Not at all. So she can take my computer any friggin' time she wants. She knows where it is. I'm all good. Computers, Facebook, phones, all that. You're an open book. Anything she wants. Okay. I'm good. I can't say the same about a lot of people who hide everything on their phone. Right. So lots of hiding is on the phones. Yes. All right, Jerry. Yes. Here's a story from you, for you coming to you from Orlando. A tenant at a Florida apartment complex is facing criminal charges. Oh, boy. And he's also facing eviction after he was caught um, in the gym at the apartment complex fully nude using every piece of equipment. Ugh. He was going from Ugh. exercise bike to exercise How bike. How disgusting is that? Nude. That, this is what I don't understand. This guy's 57. 57-year-old guy. Uh, the they, they went to the gym and saw him, quote, utilizing the stationary bicycle, bicycle while being completely naked. No shoes, no socks. 
Asked why he was doing that, he replied, quote, I'm working out. When the worker announced that the police had been called, uh, this fellow left the gym. A landscaper then saw him, quote, laying in the grass and masturbating near the pond. Well, another 911 call was made. Oh, my God. That caller observed this fella, quote, vigorously pleasuring himself. After handcuffing this naked fella. Imagine if the cop called, <laughs> and this is what you have to go deal with. Yeah. Like, people are out there trying to murder people, and you got to deal with a guy who's trying to jerk himself off well, in the middle of an afternoon, naked, after doing naked exercises in the apartment gym complex. At 57, God, should he really be doing that vigorously? You would think he'd calm down at some point. At a certain age, you'd calm down I don't even and relax. know what that means. What does that mean? What? Pleasuring yourself vigorously? Yes. I guess, like, with a lot of vigor. <laughs> no no like, kidding, Al. <laughs> like, really into it. Jesus. Mm. Oh, is that how it sounds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 110,000 condoms have been sent to South Korea. Okay, there's a transition. For the Olympians. Uh, this, we do this story every two we years. Do. We do it every few years, Do you have any Jerry? interest in the Olympics? Zero. Do you have any interest in Olympic sex? No. You really? So the idea that these athletes are going to be... All into one another all week. Yeah. That's no that interest. That doesn't help me out. If you see a sluggish athlete, you're not going to yeah. think, he probably used one of the 4,000 cons oh. last night. Or so she. you're saying uh, like it. Um, how it affects them. How it affects their game. Okay. I'm only interested in the Olympics when uh, figure skaters are hitting each other in the knees. Oh, God. That and, I'm interested and in. And movies about it 20 and years later. And movies about it. Yeah. That right. I'm interested in. Yeah. I have no interest. Hmm. None. In Olympic condoms or just uh, figure skating figure with skaters knees? hitting okay. each other in the knees. All right. Well, all those condoms are. I wonder what brand gets this. Trojan. I, I bet you there's some Fugazi brand. Got to be Trojan. You can't use Fugazi brand. No, it's Trojan. <laughs> Rubber manufacturer or is, convenience or is company. Durex is one, right? Is that one? Yeah. The, the, I'm not seeing any brand names here, Jerry, in this article. So they have. Seems like Fugazi. Just random condom. Yeah. They kept throwing a Mike Tirico yesterday before the uh, yeah. in the pregame Super Bowl coverage. Yes. He was in Pyongyang, uh, China <laughs> for the Olympics. Yes. I like what you say. And that. I just kept thinking, Pyongyang. like, what's this guy's uh, hotel looking like? And is he like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here? I'm sure. I mean, it's probably fine. It's probably a luxury hotel. Hotel. I think what was interesting to me was I read an article where he was quoted as saying, this is my most important job ever. And I sit there and say, why? Yeah, why? Like sport, you know, because it's a weird thing. He's made his career mm-hmm. in sports. Sports. He has done Monday Night Football, right? Right. That was Monday important. Night Football, which, I mean, how many millions of hardcore football and sports fans are watching that? Lots of them. Your audience for the Olympics? No, no one's. Is not a sports. It's just not. It's not. So, I mean, I guess if I was doing it, you get caught up in it. That's fine. But the most important job has got to be Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. And I don't think anything's close. I agree. Although I don't know, I was surprised when uh, one of the hits they did with him from Korea. They said that uh, Korea has the most Americans living in it of any foreign country. Which I thought was interesting. Like, if you if you are American, you go over there, you will find other Americans. 
I would have thought England, but okay. Right. I would, it's interesting. <laughs> what, what is happening here? The heat breaking while we're on the air? I thought that was you kicking something over no. there. No. It's like the heat pipes oh, in here are bursting. The heat pipes, yes. What is going on? And here's a survey that I don't believe. All right, last one because I got to go. All right. It's you, the eighth, you were late today. It's the eighth hour with the bosses. Got it. Talking about bosses? you. Bosses? Well, boss. Oh. Speaking about you and your behavior. For reals. <laughs> what was he really like in Minnesota? <laughs> oh, Jerry? Trouble. <laughs> uh, the 8th Annual Singles in America survey found that single women, single women, are having the best sex at the age of 66 years old. That does not sound right. Why? They have oh. needs, Al. Come on. What? Come on. Listen. I, maybe 40 years ago, that would not be the case. Right. Things are different now. Like, you're almost 50. Mm, not quite. A um, couple okay. years ago. Are you almost 40? No, I'm past 40. So are you almost 50? Uh, closer to Yeah, a lot closer to it. A How lot, old are you? Yeah. I'm 48. And a half. Well, that, we, don't what, do ah, that. Ah, we don't do that as adults. You're 48 and a half. You're closing. My point is, I'm not trying to make fun of your age. My not point is, 50 now. Yeah. Is just like 40 years ago, you're close to death at 50. Yes. Now, it's so weird. I was talking to my buddy Mark about this a few weeks ago. Like the notion that I'm closer to 60 now than I am like 28. Right. Is bizarre to me, and it doesn't even freak me out like it might have 20 years ago. Right. Like I don't think of 60 as old anymore. Mm -hmm. I sure as hell don't think 50 is old. So if you're 66, you got that groove on. And you got a guy that's interested? Go for it, mama. 66 WNBC. I got to go. All right, Jerry, the warm-up is next. Goodbye. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, a good Monday morning to you. Welcome back to the friendly confides of the fan studios, which is a good thing. What's up, Al? Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. We're back. Yes, we're in New York City. Hi, welcome. <laughs> yes, welcome to you, too. How uh, are you? This I always like when guys like, uh, remember Pat Shermer got that Giants yes. job and in his last appearance with the Vikings? Yes. Terrible offensive job he did. I know where you're going here. I was so happy to see Matt Patricia. Just have a horrendous game yesterday. He did. I mean, that was a weird game, yes. And now off to Detroit. I hope you're ready for a big defensive effort, Detroit. Yes, yes. uh... You know what's weird about that, though? How much different would the game have been if Malcolm Butler played? Would it have been? I don't know. That was a joke, though. One punt in the whole game? Yeah, that was strange, the Malcolm Butler thing, where they said, uh, oh, it was not that he, he didn't play one defensive snap. And that it was not a disciplinary issue. Special teams only. See, it's funny because during the game on Twitter, I had saw, I think it was Ian Rappaport that said, thank you, Eddie, that had said there was some sort of an issue with him getting to the plane on time. Now, if that was the case, I would have thought we would have heard about that throughout the week. So then that kind of went away. The whole thing seems bizarre. And then you saw the quote from Malcolm Butler, guess they gave up on me. Bleep it. Nothing I can do. Weird. Yeah, there had to be some some um, he had to do something, Jerry, which they're not telling us yet. Maybe when Matt Patricia gets introduced in Detroit, he'll spill the beans. <laughs> well, he wasn't spilling the beans last he, night. He was not spilling he was the beans. Given such garbage coach speak, um, if you're on your way out, 
Why not have at it? Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know what Bill was doing. I mean, he screwed up my entire game plan. Yes. We gave up 41 points. This was not my fault. Right. I was prepared to stop these Eagles, and Belichick overruled me. Speaking and now I have to go to Detroit. This portion, by the way, sponsored by oh. La Quinta Inns and Suites. Speaking of Eagles, did you see the video <laughs> of the woman running down the street in Philadelphia? A woman? Wearing nothing but an Eagle. Eagle mask. A nude woman in an eagle mask. All right. <laughs> she's running down, down the sidewalk, and I don't know where she is, but there's people all over the place, and she's going, caca. <laughs> this is on video? <laughs> this is on video. On the internet, I could see this? It is if bizarre. I wanted to. I searched a bunch of different things on Twitter, a bunch of different keywords, and a million videos come up of these animals in Philadelphia last night. What were the keywords you were searching? Uh, nude. Burning. Burning, okay. Naked. Right. Philadelphia. Uh, crazy Eagle fans. I'm trying to think what else. That might have been it. <laughs> it was just a plethora. Of I did videos. see a uh, a man was arrested for climbing a pole nude. I have video of that. He was nude. <laughs> then uh, my favorite videos from last night from the Eagle fans was, uh, for some reason, they took to the Ritz-Carlton. Oh, would you like to hear some audio as that happened? Yeah, so they went to the Ritz-Carlton, <laughs> and they used the awning that... Uh, in front of the door, you know, the awning. Everyone knows what an awning is, right? Yes. They were using it as a trampoline to then launch themselves into the crowd. Until the trampoline collapsed. Oh, oh sh- <laughs> Damn, and I caught this! <laughs> and you know those clowns? She, she's are- so excited. They're going to sue the Ritz-Carlton now? <laughs> yes, because it wasn't a strong yes. enough warning to support, like, 40 people on top of it. Yeah, I wrote down some things. Uh, overturned cars. Yeah, I got video. I got audio of that. Yep. Nude man arrested climbing a pole. Yep, got that. Uh, they climbed the gates of City Hall and tried to th- throw a keg over the uh, fence. <laughs> that one I didn't see. Uh, and the Ritz-Carlton being used as a trampoline. The, do you have, did you see the one of the naked man that climbed the light pole and then jumped? And the that, separated. That must be the guy, gentleman, who was arrested. <laughs> he jumps, and it's like almost like they were going to catch him. <laughs> and nothing. Him. Now, they're going to have a parade this week, I think. Oh, that's going to go swimmingly. Tuesday or Wednesday. Did you see the video also of the poor Wawa shop? Wawa? <laughs> in Philly? There must have been. No, in Minnesota. I would. <laughs> by yes, the way, I had it closed right down as soon as I heard the Eagles won the uh, Super Bowl. I, I completely agree with you. They didn't. And there's video of, like, 50 Eagle fans having a food fight with all the products in the Wawa. Wawa in I Mawa. Mean, you got to be mm-hmm. kidding me with this. Yeah, that I don't care for. I don't like that stuff, That's Jerry. That's why I give New York. You know, we say a lot of, with the rats and all the stuff about New York, anytime a team wins, it is so, pe- we don't do this here. We're class personified New York City, Jerry. We don't do that. We don't do it in New Jersey when the Devils win Stanley Cups. Well, they have parking lot parades. Though. All right. Uh, and we don't do it in New York City. We don't. In we fact, do if the Giants won the Super Bowl, you wouldn't have even known it by looking on the outside. You're right. I agree. You're right. Then did you also see this, Jerry, that uh, this Josh McDaniels to the Colts, not 100% not 100% happening. Well, that's a big problem for the Colts if that's the case. That they think that Josh McDaniels wants to stick around because he thinks uh, – Belichick, maybe if not necessarily this at the end at the end of this season right now is right. going to retire, but maybe next year, then he'll slide into that. Job. All right. So now here's the thing with that though: if you're Josh McDaniels, and let's say, for instance, 
Belichick's got another year, two max. I don't know that that'd be the case. I mean, watching that 30 for 30, the one thing you took from it, the guy loves football, and he's showing no signs of not wanting to do it anymore unless that girlfriend of his wants him to start you know, traveling the, the, the world. That having been said, if you are Josh McDaniels, what would you be taking over? I mean, Tom Brady, while he's beating time for now, as the documentary says, at some point it's going to end. So what do you, like? why would you not go with where Andrew Luck is? He's so much younger. That seems doesn't make much sense to me. Because he's uh, injury-riddled, Jerry. I get that. But if Brady is 40, let's say Brady's got four years left. I mean, for poops and giggles. The last year probably not going to be great. You're probably not winning. You got no quarterback. Why would you want to be there? History. History? Really? Your history there, Jerry? <laughs> no, no, not history. You'll be vested in 401k since you've been there so many years. I suppose you could say that. That's hmm. fine. Did you see all the shots of, of Giselle up in the... Um, Enough of them, yes. The, it was here's who you saw a lot of Bradley Cooper. Exactly, I was enough of that. Giselle and Bradley Cooper. I would have liked to see more Mike Trout in the stands. All right, which they showed at times. I not also great. loved uh, the the uh, not the owner of the Eagles, the GM Howie Roseman. Yes, yes. Even with seconds remaining, he looked very concerned. You never know with the Patriots. And that hail mary at the end of the game yeah. was closer than I think people are giving it credit. For happening? Yeah. That was close. Wouldn't have mattered. That ball hung up there a long time. Yeah, no, no. It would have mattered. Yeah, it would have mattered. That's true. Because then they, they would have Because just... I guess he would have been in the end. See, I'm thinking he was a couple of yards yard shy. You think he's in the end zone? Or he would have... He was maybe on the one. He catches it. Right, but there was no time left. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know that he would have been... A, I don't think it would have been a touchdown. But whatever. It might have been. It would have been close enough. That and would have been something. Amendola dove at the ball at one point when it was floating up there in the air. That would have been very Patriot-like to end it that way. That, that would have been, been very that would Patriot. Have been awesome two-point And here's the, one other thing about the game. we got to take a break in a second. Here's the one thing about the game that drives you nuts. Did you do any of the, any of the box pools? I did, Jerry. Box pools. So I had a couple of them. And in one of them specifically, I had three boxes. And, and I had five. Who the hell wants five? And so... The Eagles, the Eagles, yeah, the Eagles score, and they miss, they botched the extra point of the two-point conversion, excuse me. So, all right, five's in play now. So, I think at the time, what was it? I don't remember the score. It was a 15-3. So, I had five and zero, and I'm thinking, look at this. And then the Patriots, and they score then, and then he shanks the extra point, and you think, come on. Like, when else would a five be in play? Screwed up your boxes, it Jerry? It did screw up my boxes, yeah. The whole thing was, was screwy, these numbers. All right. And I won nothing. I won nothing as well. I never win. How about when the guy that bet the Eagles, what did he win? $6 million? $6 million. Better X, they call him. Better X. Better had, X did quite well. He had uh, bets at numerous Las Vegas casinos, upwards of $6 million. And was I the only one on the staff that picked the Eagles on Friday? Um, That I don't know. You didn't. Greg certainly didn't. Boomer picked the Patriots to win but not cover. Eddie, who'd you take? I was not asked. You weren't. Oh, right. Then I guess I was the only hmm. one. Well, you were. Me. All right. I was not asked either. This poor, And it pained me to do that. This portion sponsored by La Quinta Inns and Suites. How do you win on the road? Stay at La Quinta Inns and Suites. Enjoy stylish lobbies and exciting room renovations. Book now at LQ.com. Too bad we didn't have one of those in Minnesota. Would have been a really nice upgrade. Anyway, we'll take a break. When we come back, Boomer and Geo the morning after the Super Bowl right here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. 
Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back on a Monday morning. And this portion is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Eagles did beat the Patriots last night in Super Bowl 52, 41-33. So they are champions for the first time in the Super Bowl era. Knicks lost to the Hawks 99-96. Bucks over the Nets 109-94. And Villanova tops Seton Hall 92 276. This portion sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Join Napa Rewards today to save five bucks on every hundred dollars you spend on the parts you need to keep your car on the road. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Jerry, not a lot of great commercials, but uh, one that got one one that got some buzz here in New York was the uh, o- Odell yeah. Beckham Jr. and Eli. Well, dirty. Now that really was what a promo for the NFL, though. Yeah, I guess it was about NFL celebrations and how. Look how cool we are that we do NFL celebrations. I thought it was pretty good. It's good, but again, Eli is one of those guys. There's a handful of these athletes that when they do commercials, they do exclusively them as idiots. Well, so like Eli all of a sudden has no brain. Peyton did that in his ton of his ads. Joe Montana's stupid in his commercials. Well, why was Eli stupid as much as he just looked like he can't dance? Because he looked stupid. Like, Odell Beckham Jr. looked like Odell Beckham Jr. He looked like, um, look how dope dope I am. Have you not heard the clips we play? Yes, but... He just has that look about him. But you know, like, when they pitched the idea to him, they were like, it's going to be you, but... You're, but you're dumb. No, it's you're not, just real, that's not how they pitched it. Like, they said dirty dancing. You guys are going to be in the field house. Right. And you're going to together and you're going to lift them up. I was impressed. I don't know if he actually lifted them up or not or if that was done with video. The fact that he held them up. You think he really did? Yes, I do. Because that's all really? leverage, Jerry. Yeah, but he held them there. Muscular leverage. But he didn't have any muscle. You've seen Eli. God bless him. That's why he's so, he's like Gumby. Like even those Peyton... Um, Papa John commercials, he's stupid no, in those. He's not. He is. No, he's not. He act, and, and they had Joe Montana acting stupid in those, too. <laughs> I, I, all right. It's Boomerang yeah. Geo, morning 6 to 10. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.